You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Matt, Gina, and Christy. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 803, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that face between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Matt, Gina, Vicki, or myself, Chrissy, for a free quote at 636-373-4497. We want to give a shout out to some of our loyal listeners, Ashley and Ben, Lee, Crystal, Andrew, Travis, Angela, Virginia, and Kelly. We would love for you to give us some feedback, share your favorite things about Disney or just anything Disney or anything vacation-wise, period. Uh, please go to Apple, Podbean, or Stitcher Radio and let us know where you are from and what you love about Disney or any other place you like to travel. So this week, we thought we would uh, be fun to talk about some of our favorite cues at Disney. While we know that waiting in lines isn't guests' favorite part of a Disney trip, it certainly is part of your trip. Disney works very hard to keep guests entertained while we wait for those rides. So I'm going to kick it off with one of my favorite cues. And I have a list as long as can be, but I'm just going for sentimental value is pirates. Oh, yeah. The sound and the smell. Yep. Like that is Disney yes. World to me. Like I can listen to that in the background all day. And like all the little things they have. Like I, I can remember walking through that line at like six years old from to present. So it's just classic. It's just even as soon as you walk up, like to, and you're not even in the building yet, and you that smell just hit you. It's so funny because uh, my kids had been to Disney first before we ever went on a beach vacation, <laughs> and we went to Myrtle Beach, and my husband rolls down the car window, and like when we're close to the water, and my kids go, "It smells like pirates." <laughs> well done. I can tell you some boring cues. Uh, that would be Small World. Yeah, Yeah, you pretty much like walk in, zip through, and you're there. So I heard I'm going to be very excited when I get to Disneyland and see that. Since you two are going first, you can confirm that for me and Gina. Oh, no, Gina's already been been there there now. (laughs) That's right. I'm the only one that will have not been there in August. But yeah, I really like Haunted Mansion, I think. And I know there's not a lot to see, but it, it engulfs you in from the moment the person opens the door and says, your time has come. And they let you in. we got that whole interactive area where you can play with the, the all those interactive elements. That's pretty good. I wish you were going to get to see the changeover. The layover. To, for the- yeah, for Nightmare Before Christmas, because it is awesome. When does that start? I'm not sure. They usually announce it, but hopefully it's not like down like you know how they close it 
<laughs> I think they usually do start it in August. I know I do no. too, but I just don't, I don't 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 know what the dates are. Hopefully, we're going early enough that it won't be shut down. When we went last October for homecoming, listen, I said homecoming and not homecoming. When we <laughs> went for homecoming at Disney World last year, um, we waited almost an hour for Haunted Mansion, which we never really do, but. They had all the different colors and the lights and they had um, the actors, the different cast members acting like ghosts. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it was just a whole different experience. So that's why we waited an hour just for the different queue experience during the Halloween party. And that was pretty cool. My sister got a really awesome picture of us waiting, like with the fog and the lights and everything. I'll try and share it on the uh, Facebook page. That would be cool. It's a it's a pretty cool shot. That's a really it was a really cool cue at night. It was a different experience, but I do like that cue anytime. Mm-hmm, me too. I was gonna say that you Brad likes that you say homecoming. And yesterday, <laughs> when, or Monday when we were recording for Wednesday show, Stephanie calls it homecoming now, and he goes, "Oh, <laughs> Stephanie carried over over Chrissy's words." <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I always have food on the brain. We should officially make it that and just put the hyphen on the end. Right, homecoming. homecoming. Tell them we want shirts that say homecoming on it. Right. Homecoming. <laughs> um, my favorite is Mine Train, just because of the you know where they have the barrels with the gems in it, and you could spin it and look on the ceiling, and they've got the characters dancing, and if you keep spinning it, then Snow White pops up, and it was so funny because in November when I went with the family, that was the first time we've ever went through Mine Train queue. <laughs> because we've always had in the past fast pass or DJ plus for it. Same at the Halloween party, it was the first time I ever waited in the queue. We did the Christmas party and went through the queue, and the and my kids, I remember they were all playing with the stuff. Right, and it, it, it I waited maybe fifteen or twenty minutes total. I mean, it was not a long wait during the Halloween party, but uh, I got to experience you know, the gems and, and all of that, which I had never done in however long that ride's been open now. 2012. Because we'd always fast passed it. It's a beautiful queue too. Like, yeah, yeah, it really is. It was very well done. They have like where the water was dripping. You could play music. I don't know if that stuff's back yet, oh, but just the way it's built, like the cottagenist, a rough, you know, that's a, that's a really good queue. Yeah, it was very well themed. Um, speaking of well-themed, my favorite cue, and I'm not doing it in any particular order, it's just in my head, my favorite cue aligns with my favorite ride, which is the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Mm. Everything from when you walk up, I mean, from the costuming of the cast members to the just dark eeriness, I mean, I can recite that that pre-show in my head. Um, to, you know, the, the pre-show on the, the old TVs and all the artifacts. And like, if you look at the, the letter boards, you know, the, the wording and just everything, the cobwebs, the dust. The first time I remember writing that in what, 94, 95, I mean, I being a naive young girl thought I was literally checking into a 1930s hotel. <laughs> Like for real. And I mean, back then it literally lifted you up and dropped you down once. And I thought it was the greatest ride of all time. 
wait until your admission breakout. Yeah, I've heard the same. My my girlfriend, she's like, she's like, Tower of Terror is so boring. It's the worst <laughs> ride ever. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout's the best. It is. I love and I'm it. I'm like, I get it, and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, but Tower of Terror will always hold a special place in my heart. <laughs> I just, I love the theming of that ride and that cue. And just, I love big band music. Like, I think I belong in the 30s and 40s because I love that music. So when I hear, like, especially from being a cast member at the studios all those years ago, that music takes me to a very particular time and place. That cue is it for me. I could just sit in that that cue all day. It's my favorite. I mean, even like the grounds when you're walking through the beginning mm-hmm. part of the queue, mm-hmm. everything's overgrown. Like no one's touched the place in forever. Like it's all their queues are all super well done. Another one that's up right up there. Again, in no particular order, I'm going to go with uh, the the standby ride line for Rise. I've never done that one. I've oh. never done the standby line. I've always Genie Plus. I'm like, we, I've, we've usually done that, but the last handful of times we do the last minute trick and go th- walk through standby and then the park closes in a minute and you still get a ride. Yep. It's just so much to look at. Like, I'm always like, slow down. <laughs> Maybe I didn't appreciate it. It's so good. Because like, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, but because the first time we rode Rise, it was when it was the virtual queue. Yeah, And we had to go for a comeback time and we had to walk through all that. And I had a legit panic attack in that queue line. That's why it didn't make my list because I had a pan because I didn't I couldn't see. I guess because I wasn't familiar with it. I thought if there were an emergency, I don't know how I'm getting out of this queue queue line. Like I thought it was never ending. Like I'm like, I don't know where this is ending. It just seemed very boring to me. And I didn't know the end. I do like when you get in there, though. We, once you got in there, yeah, I was like blown away. I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing. I mean, I think my heart stopped because I was just like, you could knock me over with a feather. But the queue line itself, once we got like in and I'm like, I don't know where I'm going and I don't see any way out. I started panicking, but that's my anxiety talking. <laughs> so it didn't make my favorites, <laughs> but it did make lots of other people's favorites. Um, probably eight years into our visits, this queue was the first time that I went in it. And that was Peter Pan. Cause again, we always had fast passes. If we rode that, that is a really cool. And again, we were talking, I think it was Brandy that was saying, you know, don't get rid of Carousel of Progress. We were talking yesterday about a story getting ready for Wednesday show. That would be sad if they got rid of it. The ride is super short, but the queue makes up for the ride, if that makes any right. sense. I like the ride, but I feel like the ride's over before you know what's going on. But then you've spent all that time in the queue and everything. I think it's really awesome. And and that's another one that we usually fast pass. Well, we used to fast pass. I never experienced the new interactive mm-hmm. until we went to the Halloween party last year. Mm-hmm. And we got to do all those fun little things. And I'm like, I should maybe wait in more lines. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. It puts you right inside the movie. They do a great job with that. It, very, very immersive. Very. And, and, you know, they really, that old cue and I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, when when Michael was little and he I mean, he qualified for the 
the well, it's the DAS pass now. You know, my son is on the autism spectrum where I just said I had panic attacks. My son has sensory issues. And Peter Pan's flight was a very difficult cue for him to wait in because it was a 1971 original. And those cues were very, very narrow. I don't know if you remember, they were very long and narrow and they would just whine. And it was very, for a lack of a better word, boring. And it would just whine and it was very crowded. And for a three, four, five-year-old with sensory issues that would was prone to throw himself down on the ground, if you have hundreds of people around you and a child throwing himself down on the ground who was prone to crack his head open, that was not a good cue line for him. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just glad these parents with children with sensory issues, I mean, it could be overwhelming. I get it. But there, there are ways to distract them rather than just think of it. If you're three foot tall and you've got nothing to look around you, but six foot tall people, it's overwhelming. That's just my parental soapbox for a moment. I get where you're coming from. I have one that has panic attacks. And and the first time we ever got a DAS pass was at Disneyland. And I'm like, why didn't we ever get this for Walt Disney World? Right. On that same note, another cue that is not a favorite that used to be very difficult was Soren. That's a very boring one. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless you're playing the game. Right. The game, the game helps. But when he was little, it did not help. But you're not, you don't even see that until you're halfway up that line. Yeah. That's a terrible cue. Just my opinion. All right. So one of my favorites, and I'm sure Vicky is probably going to agree with me, is Flight of Passage. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, that is amazing there's just so many things to look at and um my kids like to play on the play disney app and it's got like a scavenger hunt in there and they oh, like fun. To do the scavenger hunt yeah we went in there this in october and our friends were with us for the first time and again we had always done fast pass so we had never seen some of this stuff until um I can't remember which Christmas, 2021. So you know how they have Avatar in that little glass case or whatever. Well, didn't you see it when we went in October 2021? Because you got you were ahead of us. Yes, 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 I did. But Kaylee wanted to show our friends mm. but never wrote it. And we got there and they had one of those like, I don't know if they call it. It's a changing thing that people used in the olden days with like three panels or something and they're hinged together and it was sitting in front of it and you couldn't see it. And she was just so mad. She goes, dang it. That's the best part. But yeah, there is so much to look at. Matt that was saying slow down about rise of the resistance, the same thing. I was like, why are we going so fast? And they're like, the line's moving. We got to go. Especially outside, like, same with Rise. It's all that stuff outside. Like, all yeah. stuff inside is cool. But, like, there is, it, there's too much. Like, I would love to do that, like, at park close with no one behind me and just spend 45 minutes, you know, like a turtle going through there. Taking mm-hmm. it all in. Yeah. we Luckily, like, we do a lot of those big rides at rope drops. And that's when we'll see, like, the full standby cues. But yeah, because the same thing, it's fast pass, you know, always going through that quick line. Well, one of my favorites, I guess I'll jump in. One of my favorite cues goes back to, again, my favorite park, Disney, uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. I almost said Disney's MGM Studios, but um, Toy Story Midway Mania. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that one's a good love. one. I love everything. I mean, I I could spend an hour because I have spent yes, hard hands. And I was <laughs> disappointed at Disneyland. They don't have the same like queue. It's really not, yeah. It doesn't look like that. It's kind of like it's kind of outside. Like you could go into the building, but it's like open. It's weird. I can't explain it. Huh. You'll just have to see it. <laughs> I just, I just love the setup because even before there was Toy Story Land and you were in Andy's backyard and, you know, the little Tinker Toys and the popsicle benches and the cheese chairs. And my favorite part of Toy Story Land is the camper. Yes. Yeah. The merchandise cart that's the little Fisher Price camper because I had that when I was a kid. It's my favorite. And every time I go there, I'm always like, oh my gosh, I whatever cat poor cast members working there. I'm like, this was my favorite toy when I was a kid. And they're like, okay, you're old. (laughs) (laughs) And they smile and nod, like, should we commit you to a home already? (laughs) My son's always embarrassed. But um just before there was a Toy Story Land that immersed you into Andy's world for real. And I just, I love the nostalgia of it. And I still take pictures and everybody makes fun of me. I, I don't see why, because I always see something different. Right. Or I get a different view of something than I did the last time. I don't know. I just never get tired of that ride and I didn't get to ride it in October. And I'm like a big old baby, I guess. Cause I really wanted to ride it. It's great. OG test track. Oh yes. Yeah. Like I, I hate the new iteration of Test Track is Tron, you know, two point oh, which is horrible. Uh like I love that you're like, hey, this here's how we keep cars safe. Here's how right. we, is it like the old sounds with the clink and the clank. Like I love that when when they redid that, I was so mad. I do. I prefer the old one. Yes, it had a theme. The new one doesn't have a theme. It's lame. It screams. It's how it's just like how they're gonna ruin Splash Mountain. I'm used to the disappointment by now. <laughs> I'm already disappointed. I haven't seen it yet. I'm already over it. Yes, um, OG test track. R.I.P. So again, no order, but Expedition Everest. I was That's gonna say that one. one. Yes. I always did fast pass, and so I just missed tons of things. And so when I was going through it with Joey, the the line, we did rope drop and the line was not very long. And he's like, dude, mom, the line's moving. And I'm like, there's all this cool stuff. I didn't even know it was in here. Joe Rowdy, one of his genius work at hand. I love that one. My kids yeah. like the bells, playing with the bells. Yeah. And it was so funny because we were standing in line and we were right under there and Andrew's like, Dinging it like nobody in line was doing it. Nobody, like it was like silent. And Anders played with the bell. And then all of a sudden, after we did it and the line moved, like more and more people started doing it. But I just think it's beautiful. Like some of the artwork and mm-hmm. it's just gorgeous. The theming and the way that everything's planted, like those are cues I do not mind waiting in. Like I'll wait an hour in that. I don't care because it's it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah, because you can ride that ride six or seven times in the same yeah. day and never see everything that's there. Right. Yeah, like most things there. Oh, I guess it's my turn. Hmm. Um. Well, I guess I would say, I mean, this is more Disneyland than Disney World, but I really liked, uh, what is the other Star Wars ride? What is the name? Millennium Falcon. Yeah, Millennium Falcon. 
I see. I've never run it at, at Hollywood Studios, so that's why. And maybe it's the same, but I do like I do like how it, it's interactive. Like you're like as soon as you get in line, you're immersed in it, you know. And um, then you get to sit down at the little yeah like, steering wheel thing and take mm-hmm. pictures and everything. Uh, it's pretty cool. That's a good one. That was on my list too. Mine have all been Hollywood Studios so far, but I do have one that's magic kingdom but it's not one that i go out of my way to ride particularly it's more for the kids but i'd say dumbo i've never read that dumbo is a good one for families i've never read dumbo oh like ever nope never ever nope i've never even read the teacups i can't ride the teacups anymore can't ride the teacups i watch them yeah i watch them too I cannot ride the tea. I mean, I can sit in the teacups, but I can't spin them anymore. Yeah, no spinning. No. But Dumbo, Dumbo, I, I haven't ridden them in a few. I think it's been probably five or six years since I've been on Dumbo. I can ride it. It's just not one that I go out of my way to ride anymore. But the queue is great. It's like a playground for families. I mean, if you've got little kids, it's a must do. If you want your kids to burn off some energy, that is where you need to be. For sure. For nostalgic reasons, Space Mountain. Yeah, that's true. It's super OG and that theme music, that like spacey yeah. synth pop stuff. Like, man, if I'm in a bad mood and I hear that stuff, I'm just like, oh, home. Like, that's a, that's a great soundtrack and a great cue. It's long and it's some people might say it's outdated, but I actually call that nostalgia. I, I agree. But uh, may I give a word of advice? Sure. Like if you're in a scooter, like going back to our our transportation episode (laughs) (laughs) and they say, can you transfer out of your scooter? Don't tell them no, because it will burn your battery (laughs) going through that queue. Because, well, a little backstory. I rented the scooter for the Halloween party because I knew it was going to be like a 20 hour day. So I had the scooter for the Halloween party earlier in the day. I had, cause I do with some of what I have going on, I have some walking difficulty neurologically and I use the wheelchair as a walker. I should have used my wheelchair as a walker. I should have transferred to a wheelchair to use as a walker through that queue. Because if you try to use a scooter in the space mountain queue, it will burn the heck out of your battery and you will be calling guest relations for a new battery <laughs> and it will take them however long it takes them to bring you a new battery for your scooter. They were pretty quick about it, but just a word of advice. If they ask you to transfer out of your scooter, if you can do so, do so. Do it, do it. <laughs> just a word of advice. Don't try to take your scooter in space mountains queue. Um, I'm going to say Frozen. Now, obviously, part of your line is outside. But once you're in the doors, you're pretty immersed. I mean, they have a lot of things for you to look at. In fact, I saw something the last time that I never saw before. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that was there before, which I'm sure it was. But I was just not noticing it. So I do like that. And it, it made you feel like you were in Arendelle or what the movie looks like anyway. Yeah, super well done. I love the little um, store. The Vinta House? Yeah. <laughs> we always, you know how it has that sign on the side that says you may, it's like there's drops and you may get wet. 
Yeah. The, the first time we ever wrote it, um, we were trying to shield Andrew from that because he doesn't like dips. Oh. We didn't tell him. <laughs> we got in there and it happened. He was like, that's what you guys were hiding from me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, great. Sorry. We weren't trying to be deceptive. <laughs> I didn't think it was that kind of a mountain. Sorry. <laughs> He's gotten better, though, with the older age. <laughs> um, I think one of my favorite cues is Big Thunder Mountain, both at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Um, I prefer Disneyland's ride. And when you ride it, you will understand. But... Um, I do like the queue for both places. Um, I The... You know, the old time Western music playing and, you know, the different things that they have in the queue that you can play with. It's it's a good queue. It definitely keeps the kids entertained. Because <laughs> sometimes it can be a long wait. Yes, it can. Well, yeah, they got all the cool charts for the mining things and the mining depths. And that's a definitely a cool queue. There's not that many queues that are just stale. I'm trying to think of ones that are just... Can you even... Uh, little mermaids is that's that's super pretty and you know yeah, and you can look for those little hidden mickeys and stuff in there yeah there's all little crab dudes and all the little portholes and they've got that one hole cut out i think it's mickey's birthday at a certain time it shadows a a profile of mickey mouse on the rocks Mm -hmm. winnie the pooh is good for little ones it's super interactive yeah i mean they they do pretty good on the cues now i feel like there's more uh Disney World than there is Disneyland because pretty much almost all the queues at Disneyland are outside like versus Disney World is inside and I think that makes a difference and I think it's because of the weather versus Florida is always rainy you know so they try and make sure all the stuff is inside where it's not as rainy in California and so everything is it's outside you know, weather and space, they had a lot more space. And Yeah, right. I'll say one cue that is not spectacular, but there is one part of it that I do admire and I get a picture of no matter when I go, is Spaceship Earth. The cue itself is not spectacular. The cue is like blah, but that mural right as you go in, I've got pictures going back to 1986. That's yeah, a classic mural. So, yeah, I'm, well, at least the night. I mean, I don't know. My mom probably has pictures going back forever, but or had pictures. But I mean, every time we go, I've got probably 400 pictures of that mural on my phone. <laughs> That's okay. Of Michael at different stages of growth. You should make a book. You should put that in a senior book. There you go. That's a good idea. But I love that mural. And I just love everything about that ride. But I just think you're, I, I think Matt's right. There's no bad cues because like the theming is just right. as soon as you enter that line, you are in that world. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some that aren't as interactive as other like uh, leaving the land. Those are switchbacks right. with some cool murals. Obviously, Soren is just huge corridors. Right. And honestly, I was kind of a little disappointed with Ratatouille. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Wallpapered hallways. As much as the ride was built up. But, you know, the queue, it, it's as great as it is for what they did with the space they had. You know, most of it's outside, yes. Same way with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. Yeah. 
Except for it looks like the one at Disneyland is more interactive than yeah, I know. Walt Disney World is. So I'm I'm excited. It wasn't open when I was there yet. So that's why kids steal salt take pepper shakers. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I guess they were working with what the you know the space that they had. But um, now I will give honorable mention because I zipped so quickly through it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention because I was ri- literally running to get to my lightning lane time. Oh, okay. I don't remember much about that queue, but it wasn't really much. It was like a hallway. Kind of test trackish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the the pre-show was better. Like leading up, I was more excited. I'm like, oh my god, it's the Guardians. So. Uh, Jungle Cruise is, you know, is you know, it's nothing exciting, but you know, you got the sounds of the boats coming in and out, and the, the cast members having fun on the CBs. And the music. Have you ever listened to the music? The like, sometimes the announcements and stuff are hilarious. Yes, right. they are. Mm-hmm. Making air quotes like people can see me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even in Animal Kingdom, the safari's decent. Like, like they, they never feel like cow cues which they call lines at normal amusement parks are, where it's just switchbacks and cutouts. Like, there's always something to see, always something to point out, always something. I mean, I've got some great conversations with people in queues, you know, helping people out that are misguided or just talking with people. It's, they do a good job of passing the time. I like the OG announcer on Animal Kingdom, Kilimanjaro, though. Yes. Yeah, me too. Why did they have to get rid of him? I I love him. (laughs) <laughs> they play that on uh sorcerer radio all the time like, oh, do like they? sometimes they'll play like clips from the rides and stuff and and they'll play that one well he was in blended the movie with adam sandler and drew barrymore that's and so, a good movie and so every time i watch it i'm like we're sorry that they ditched you at animal kingdom you're so wonderful joey <laughs> was really mad about it and i didn't i thought it was just me because i get sentimental about stuff i'm gonna say the rock and roller coaster oh yeah that is a good once one. you're inside the door i love that you they have all those gold records on the walls and um there was actually there's an interactive thing like they have that works sometimes at the end of small world and it works sometimes where else where they flash your name up there i was trying to I've got a picture of it when we were there in October. I got stuck right by the movie po- or the concert posters for like 15 minutes. And it kept flashing. Chrissy from St. Peter's was performing one night only because we were kind of like stuck there for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm performing one night only. St. Peter's. <laughs> but I love that they take you in there with Aerosmith. Well, that is a great pre-show. I love that. I mean, I back in the day, and I only remember this because it opened the year I was a cast member there. Mike has pictures of when Aerosmith came and opened the ride. Cool. That's awesome. Big, big to do. But they used to have, I mean, back when I guess there were many cast members just around to do different jobs there what they would have when he would say chris can you grab my les paul yeah they would have a cast member inside to grab the guitar in that pre-show oh i mean it, it was a real person that would grab the guitar it's so themed where it looks like a back lot to right. something with the with the fence and all the signs i try to get pictures of different signs because i never know which ones i've missed taking pictures of 
I just love it because when you used to kind of loop inside, they had the old like eight tracks and the cassette players and like a record player. And the first time we ever went through it back in 99, my brother is 15 years young. He was born the day before my 15th birthday. So he's 15 years younger than me. He didn't know what a record player was. Right. And he looked at that and he's like, what's that? And I'm like, oh my Lord, that's a record player. He's like, well, what do you do with it? And I'm like, well, you play records on it. And he's like, what's how does this work? Yeah. He's like, what is a record? I'm like, well, dad has some, you know, you've seen them. They're those big, things. how does it work? I'm like, well, it's kind of like a CD. So it's a CD player no <laughs> but he remembers that about that cue and if he's listening he'll remind everyone how old i am how much older <laughs> old age is always 15 years older than he is <laughs> but that's a great cue i love the marbles on the door even though the sound annoys me <laughs> that's funny my sensory i always have to touch them all right, I am going to go over to the West Coast, and I am going with the Indiana Jones ride. Um, it is like you are stepping into that cave that he is in. It's like, and it's like you look and see, like they've got these big pillars, and it looks like it's holding the ceiling up, and they've got ropes hanging everywhere. It's it's pretty cool. I like that one. I'm so excited for that ride. It's in my top five for Disneyland. It's awesome. I I rode it three times. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that. The kids kept saying, because I'm like, oh, we got to go ride Indiana Jones. And I'm like, isn't that a show? I'm like, not here. <laughs> I mean, another good one, I would say, and it's, it's not even a spectacular one, but it goes along with the theming would be Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah, I like Slinky Dog. It's brutal because it's outside. Like I've waited in 100 degree heat with 100% humidity in that one <laughs> in an hour long without a fast pass. And it's brutal because Toy Story Land in general has very little shade, I feel, and very little places to rest. But there's so much to see in that area. The the queue, the ride, I love everything about it. I, I think that it just fits in with the theming so well. You know, the Tinker Toys and the 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 toys in general. I just and the drawings and even the the instructions on how you get into the ride, the little drawings and stuff, I think fit in with the theming of the ride and the area so well. So that is a good one on my list. So I think we've determined that there is no really bad lines, <laughs> no bad cues of Disney. <laughs> I don't know. Carousel of Progress is kind of blah. You just kind of stand there. I have no. I've still never been on that. What? Still never been on it. I thought we fulfilled that dream when we were no, there in twenty one. No, remember it was closed. Oh, it was closed the day we were there. Why did I forget that? They were working on the sign, like they had taken the sign down and we oh, were commenting okay. about how the sign was gone. My trips are all meshing together. <laughs> that means we go to Disney too much. Never. That is not, that is not a possibility. That is not possible. Oh my gosh. I think, yeah, I think we have covered. Oh, I do want to talk about one and I know everybody has hate for this ride because they were hating on it when we were doing Wednesday show, but. I still love Dinosaur, and it has a lot of cool things to look at. No, I like the ride, and That's I like well that Okay, well, Dinosaur and Indiana Jones are alike. I'm telling you that right now. 
Yeah, the ride track and vehicle and the systems. Yeah. If you like dinosaur, you'll like Indiana Jones. That dinosaur cue is cool. The way they got all the, the fossils and stuff and the little setups. And you super well done. I would never hate on that ride. Thank you. Now, I still call it Countdown to Extinction. I wrote it with Brandy when she wrote it for the very first time. She had never written it before. I know. And she's sitting beside me going, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I usually count it as a chiropractic adjustment. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel that I, I saved myself a $25 copay. So, <laughs> thumbs up. At one point, thought that she was just going to be catapulted out of the jeep <laughs> into the dinosaur's mouth. I'm like, really? You really want that? No. She gets off. She goes, "I'm, I'm glad I wrote that, but I don't know that I'd ride that again." And then we went and got margaritas right after. <laughs> well, she was just like, "There's only one thing that I need to save from dinosaur land, and that is the little place that you can play in the sandblade." sandbox and you're blocked in there and she said i got an adult but no i got a beverage of my choice and sat on a rock because i found out there was only one way to get in and one way to get out and so it (laughs) gave me 30 minutes for my child to just go and play and i didn't have to worry about her but yeah i love dinosaur and i know i'm weird and i I normally i would get scared by that stuff i don't know why but i really really love that one i think the first time i wrote it i was kind of iffy but then i wrote it again and i'm like oh this isn't as bad and what is the, because I've never wrote it, so no hate mail, please. The Rapids. Kelly River Rapids. That's a good cue, but I don't ride it too. I, I don't, honestly, I don't spend a lot of time at Animal Kingdom. The rides aren't top on my list, but that's not a ride I generally go out of my way to ride. I just don't like to get wet. <laughs> true, true, true. You like that one, Matt? No, I've never been on it. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get wet. It's the hottest park there is. Like, that's the last thing I want and to do. And then walking be wet. around with squishy shoes and yeah, no, and your yeah. clothes and legs are rubbing together. And and then your clothes start to stink from that nasty water. Yeah, no, I'm good. Drunk pass. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, this is an attraction, not a ride, but I do love the Country Bears little area that you wait in and that you can learn all the names of the Country Bears. And the Q4 Tiki Room, got to give that some love. Those are some waltz. It's an OG. <laughs> I guess we did cover everything pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for helping me. And thank you listeners for joining us. And we hope that you enjoyed our favorite Disney cues. And hopefully we mentioned one of yours. But if we didn't, text us and let us know what we forgot. Because we are, you know... No, only human. <laughs> we're getting up there in age, you know? <laughs> no, we're not saying that because I'm the oldest, so I'm not saying that. Well, I'm 15 years older than my brother, so I'm old. <laughs> a few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on one of our shows or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote text matt chrissy vicky or myself gina at 636-373-4497 you can check us out on our facebook page the mousecapades podcast as always thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the mousecapades and more podcast be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Hurry back.
have a magical day, my friends.